Up next, right here on Spreaker, it's your boy, the governor of Minnesota. Sports talk, that is. The big, smooth Vince Wright coming to you live with sports done right. Keep it locked. It's about time you got it right. Up next, it's your boy, the big, smooth Vince Wright. Broadcasting live from the Sportstacular Governor's Mansion. The governor of sports talk, that is. And he's got your ticket to all the latest sports-related news, events, and hot topics. Are you ready to get it right? Sports done right. Up next. ready and get over here. Right now? You're darn tootin'. Don't you know it's time for the governor's weekly address? Live from the situation room of his lakefront chateau, he's bringing a little color to the voice of Minnesota sports talk and worldwide. His mama calls him Vince, but you can call him governor. And by way of executive order, he's serving real sports fans a dose of sports done right. Center, way back, way back, the Twins go to the seventh 
Ain't no love in the heart of the city indeed, man. <laughs> what is up? Vince Wright, sports governor of the great state of Minnesota. And we are back, Sports Done Right, Tuesday night edition from the Gov's mansion here in the great state of Minnesota from the Situation Room. Vince Wright coming to you live and direct. Sports Done Right, people. Make sure you follow the Gov on the tweets at the Big Smooth One. That's the number one after the Big Smooth. Join the Facebook group, Sports Done Right. My last name, W-R-I-G-H-T. And um, by the way, hit us up on Instagram. Sports Done Right there as well. And big things coming up. We're obviously going to get right into NBA free agency because at the top of the hour, 20 minutes from now, we got Joe Johnson joining us from vikingsterritory.com and purpleptsd.com that's right that is right so another fun filled busy weekend for the sports gov down in the great city of Mankato Minnesota south central Minnesota Uh, getting caught up with an old friend who I met a few years back and her boyfriend, and they were in town for her son is uh, his uh, fiance's bridal shower, I think it was. So good to get caught up with Miss Katie there and Jim, and and good to meet Katie's fam and all that stuff. And man, let's just get to it. Let's just get to it. All kinds of little stuff to to talk about. Well, we you know what we might just get into that later, man. As we got Big Joe coming up at the top of the hour. NBA free agency, Minnesota's perception problems. You saw it in the show description. You know, we saw what happened. First off, um, we'll talk about that New York situation in a minute. But man, let me tell you something. The Timberwolves have a huge perception problem. And and, and I quite honestly, I don't know how to fix it. You know, it's okay to say that you don't necessarily have all the answers, right? I don't have any of the answers for the Timberwolves. I really don't, man. <laughs> I just, you know, after watching this free agent period and, and really nothing happened. And, you know, we'll talk about a couple of the players that they got. But, I mean, you know, I mean, nothing. The perception of being caught here in flyover country and everything else. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, new vice president basketball, uh, vice president of basketball operations. You know, rumors out there. They trying to deal Wiggins. You know, people. And the thing with Wiggins is people take a chance on the player. They just can't do it with that with that max money. So with that being said. I don't know, man. It's it's kind of worrisome. I mean, does Glenn Taylor have to sell this team? Does Glenn Taylor have to give up the reins? Do we got to get some new people in here? A lot of people are starting to say, yeah, we do go. But I don't know. I don't know what's going to change it down there. I mean, you know, you got Cat, you got <laughs> Wiggins, um, you know, catcher your main piece what is he going to be thinking in a year or two when it's time for him to start possibly looking at options you know he's he's going to be gone and that goes to the bigger question man just these middle market teams in the nba seems to be you know i mean obviously lebron transcended that a little bit because he was lebron and he played in cleveland but cleveland was his you know his his hometown he was from akron right down the road and I just, I don't know. I mean, Milwaukee made the run. And and quite honestly, I was happy for them, even though they are a Wisconsin team, as we know. But just to break up the monotony. And, and, and obviously, it was cool Toronto winning that chip. But Toronto really is a, you know, Toronto's the fourth largest city in North America. It really is a, quote unquote, big market. And if you get there, you'll see why. But. Here in Minneapolis, St. Paul, man, I don't know what it is. 
people cannot be convinced to come here for extended periods um, ever since KG pretty much flew the coop. I mean, it has just been gone. And I get it, you know, who wants to deal with Jimmy Butler and all his nonsense and stuff. But Jimmy came here and we made the playoffs. I don't know. From St. Paul, Pioneer Press, Timberwolves agreed a one-year deal, a one-year deal with Jordan Bell. Uh, From Jace Frederick, Timberwolves made their first moves of free agency, and this was um, actually from yesterday, uh, bolstering their front court depth and creating some financial flexibility. But nobody wants to come here with that financial flexibility. Bell played with the Warriors. You know, and, and nothing against Bell, but there's just there's just literally the heartbeat is flatlined on this organization. Really has, man. Really has. So, and I'm not I'm not going to sit here and just keep beating the dead horse, but let's just see what happens. Let's just see what happens. It's definitely going to be an interesting year. As of right now, this team ain't making the playoffs again. And, you know, if it starts going south even more, you're going to have a very disgruntled Carl Anthony Towns, and he's going to be looking to get gone. And then it will be time for Glenn Taylor to turn over the reins. It might be now. I get it. He's the whole reason this team actually stayed here after they were threatening to be shipped off to New Orleans originally. But. I don't know what's going on at Target Center, man. The Gov just does not know people. I want to say what up to the one and only Danielle from Minnetonka listening to the Sports Done Right tonight. How you doing? She's hitting me up on Twitter. What up, Gov? Good to hear you again. Always listening out here by the lake. All right. I, I like that. I like that. Big Mike always out there needing Prairie checking in. Big Mike, what up, dog? What up? Me and Mike going to have to meet up in real life and, and grab a beer sometime. Um, we got Tim in White Bear Lake, Minnesota, joining us for the first time. Appreciate that. What up? And Stacy is checking in, and she is from South Minneapolis. Gov, don't you just miss the days of Kevin Garnett and our run to the NBA Western Conference semifinals? or finals, excuse me, just couldn't get past Kobe and Shaq, obviously. But, man, those were the days when basketball was actually the biggest sport popping in Minnesota for a few years. Sure was. <laughs> sure was. Um, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I really couldn't. Um, but those days are long gone, so we'll see what happens. I think ultimately, you know, some kind of new group has to be put together, some new ways of thinking about this thing. And maybe a new ownership group might just be what it takes to, you know, maybe be able to relate to some of these free agents. Because right now, a Minnesota winner and a losing basketball team is all you don't need (laughs) for your recruiting efforts, man, because that's what's happening. So anyway, one-year deal for uh, Jordan Bell. Um... You know, Teague is still here. He's been in trade rumors, um... For, for many, many, many weeks a month. Basically all year people have talked about Jeff Teague being traded or being gone, but he's still here right now. I saw in the story in this uh, story here I was reading from earlier, he's actually coaching um, uh, Summer League minicamp for the Timberwolves. So uh, Wolves president uh, Pablo Progioni, I hope I said that right, Progioni, He's joined the coaching staff, is what he says, and um, also says, I love it. Who is entering his first season on the Timberwolves staff? Jeff, great, because I played against him many years, and now to have him on the team, yada, yada, yada. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm so freaking disappointed with the Timberwolves. I just don't know what to do. So as they say, we, we stay tuned. They missed out on D'Angelo Russell. And it's almost a victory that D'Angelo Russell was even willing to talk with you, was even willing to possibly come to this great city, this great state, Minneapolis, the other city, St. Paul, the other. Nah, I better stop right there. The great Twin Cities, the wonderful state of Minnesota. 
but ultimately did not. We now know that he will be a warrior. Derek Rose, who gave us some fond moments. We appreciate you as well, my friend. But he's off to Detroit. And we're going to have to just have some people start stepping up and see what this front office can do. We've got some new people in there. We will see what happens. But right now, Timberwolves Nation, I won't say they're angry per se, but really, I think, perplexed and, and really just kind of downtrodden that, you know, just nothing's happening. Now, look, man, we weren't expecting to get KD. I mean, I mean, nothing like that, but a little something, something. And that just goes to show you, they got to go back to the drawing board, man. They got perception problems all over the place. But you know who doesn't have perception problems? You know who doesn't? The new team of New York, the Brooklyn Nets. And this is for you, baby. Start spreading the news. KD's coming today. That's right, man. KD's coming. Kyrie is coming. New York, New York. A new team in town. Where you at, James Dolan? Right through the very heart of it. New York. Oh, man. What can you do? If you can make it there, you can make it anywhere, like Frank says. And I'll tell you what, man. KD, Kyrie going to the Nets. And I'm sorry, you know, I give my Knicks fans and my Knicks friends a lot of grief. A lot of grief. But as long as James James Dolan is running that team, man, <laughs> you talk about ownership changes needing to happen like yesterday, that's one. Um, I can kind of understand where he came from on KD. You know, a torn Achilles is a huge injury and a huge thing to come back from. I just think... From perception, you couldn't be left out there in the wind being in the number one market and not offering when everybody else is offering. I get it. You're scared. It may not work out. We may give him max money and it's over for him. But that can happen at any time to any player anywhere. The Knicks got to be players, man. And if they can't win on the court, they got to seem like they know what they're doing off the court. And right now, they can't win on the court. They don't seem to have a, a real plan off the court. They have an owner who's despised and, and looked down upon for a, a whole bunch of reasons. And nobody, look, I mean, we tell you every week. It's not like I was back in the 80s for New York. People don't have to go there to make money. People don't have to go there to be seen. All you got to do is be a star. You can be... In Albuquerque, New Mexico, if there was a team there, and if you're a star, you'll get your endorsements. You, you, I Go see the Greek Freak in Milwaukee. But as long as there's just this crap being thrown our way in New York City, I don't get it. I do not get it whatsoever. So... With that being said, man, good luck to you, Knicks fans. It's going to be a long, long road, my peeps. A long, long, long road. Let's do this here. Um, We're going to get our first uh, commercial break in. When we get back, we are going to speak with Joe Johnson. And... We're going to talk Vikings. We're going to talk Vince Wright coming on board as a contributor, which I'm very, very excited to do. And all kinds of other stuff. This is a podcast. You are listening to Sports Done Right with your host, Vince Wright, right here on Spreaker.com. All right. And with that being said, we'll be right back. Coming back with Joe Johnson, VikingsTerritory.com, Purple PTSD, Vikings Talk. Let's get into it, man. We are just, what, three weeks away from training camp. 
We'll be right back here. Sports done right. Get it together, Minnesota Timberwolves. Hi, this is Terry Crews, actor, former football player, game show host, father of five, and all-around big dude. I'm also an expert on drama. I know all kinds of drama. There's the good kind that comes with having a house full of kids. There's the bad kind like season-ending injuries. There's the necessary kind like having an agent in Hollywood. And there's silly drama like the drama around my percolating pectorals. And then there's the drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your high school diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. Or text DIPLOMA to 97779. Message and data rates may apply. Reply STOP to opt out. That's DIPLOMA to 97779. And leave the drama to actors like me. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council. Ladies and gentlemen, hear me and hear me good. If you like sports, then you like the Wait a Minute show. If you like comedy, then you like the Wait a Minute show. If you like a different opinion coming from a different angle, then you like the Wait a Minute show. So join me Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with your host, Jelani J.B. Bodie. And of course, my man Lopan on the Wait a Minute show. Ain't that right, Lopan? Votes are in and it's official. He's Minnesota's number one sports 
color commentator. The people got it right, and now it's time for you to get your sports done right. With the governor of sports talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Now, let's get back to the show. All right, everybody, welcome back. Vince Wright, the sports governor of the great state of Minnesota. And I am very happy to have on our airwaves uh, the one, the only Joe Johnson. He is the owner and proprietor, as I like to say, of VikingsTerritory.com and PurplePTSD.com. And I know, what's the radio one, Joe? I know I'm missing one more in there, my friend. PurpleTerritoryRadio.com. There we go. All right, folks. So again, welcome Joe Johnson. And Joe, let me just ask you before we get into the nuts and bolts of of Vikings talk here and and about what we're going to be doing together, if you can just kind of give the folks a little bit of the backstory of Vikings territory and how you kind of came to own it in a sense. Yeah, I started Purple PTSD in um, May of 2015, really out of spite for uh, people on uh, Vikings Reddit who didn't agree with a lot of my takes, <laughs> namely about uh, Trey Wayne's, I think, was the final straw that broke the camel's back. Um, <laughs> and so I, I, uh, well, there was this idea that Arif Hassan had written, which was a lot of his stuff was taken as like canon back then. It still is. It's good stuff. I'm not ragging on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but Wayne's had a really bad shuttle time, uh, during the combine, if people remember that. And so the idea was that he was really fast straight ahead, but he could not turn like literally like some sort of Frankenstein or something. Right. Yeah. I, re- I, was know, unable I remember. To turn. Okay. Yeah, of course you do. So I was basically trying to spread the true idea, the truth, the, uh, not the idea that it was the truth that he injured his groin during his 40 run, and that, that's why his shuttle time was so bad, was because it's a growing intensive exercise. Um, and that didn't go over well, and I basically just started Purple PTSD as a place to scream into the internet and for Googlebot to pick it up, I guess. Um, but it, <laughs> right. it, it developed an audience, and then uh, I, t- I started really taking it seriously like, as a business around 2016, a year into it, and then uh, right before the 2017 training camp, I bought VikingsTerritory.com because uh, they were looking for uh, someone to buy it. I had just come from Vikings Journal, uh, working with the Twins Daily okay. guys, and so I'd done business with them, and it was it got to the point for them where it wasn't a hobby. It was just too big, and they had full-time jobs and kids, and I have neither, uh, so I <laughs> right. focus on stuff like that. So I, I purchased it then, and then we launched... Um, Purple Territory Radio in, in, in about March or April of this year just to declutter some of the, the podcast stuff from the written word. And then we started adding like external partners like your stuff, for example, even though you and I are, are working together more intensively. Uh, Twin Daily, a lot of just general like radio station okay. stuff from around the state. So it, it kind of has uh, everything where, uh, in regards to Minnesota sports from high school on up uh, on Purple Territory Radio. So that's the... Uh, long and short of it basically well you know that's kind of how i stumbled upon it too i mean obviously even before i'd met you and and our partnership which we'll talk about here in a second you know that was the one thing i noticed you were kind of bringing in all these shows and and kind of voices and i'm real big too on kind of the alternative media uh folks that do podcasts folks that that run real good uh websites and fan sites like yourself because quite honestly, the people that get paid to do this, the big money, the big famous names, a lot of times they're just wrong on, uh, you know, and a lot of stuff just kind of gets thrown out there. And, you know, quite honestly, I'm getting more information now from Vikings territory and other places than I am in kind of the, the big newspapers, man. So first off, props to what you're doing and how does the growth look for Vikings territory and kind of the everything under the umbrella? How's it been going that for you uh, growth-wise? Oops, hello. Uh, did we lose Joe? Oh, that's no good. Ah, oh, I guess so. Okay, Joe, um, call back. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to try and call Joe back here real quick. Bear with me one second.
I think we got Joe back here. Joe, are you there? Oops, you there, Joe? Ah. All right, folks, let's do this. We're going to try and get Joe back on the line here. We will take a quick break and try and get back into this. I apologize. Let's, well, here, we got the boards up. Let's try this one more time. Well, that sucks because we were obviously having a great conversation. All right. Well, let's do this. I'm going to try and get there. I hope we got Joe back now. Are you there, Joe? Yeah. Can you hear me? I can. I can. I have no idea what happened, so I don't know if it, it was on my end. I apologize. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's my end, and it's a good advertisement for Sprint for your uh, listeners. I apologize for that. Oh, no problem. I'm just glad you're back because we're having a great conversation. Anyway, yeah, um, yeah, get let yeah, let's add, get back to it. Yeah, well, uh, Vikings territory is doing great. We a lot of our stuff. We have like a lot more partners now, so like a lot of our stuff ends up on Bleacher Report, which has really helped Apple News, Google News, that sort of thing. Right. Um. So it's been. Awesome. Um, and we're working pretty extensively with uh, Twins Daily, which is John Bonus from K-Fan thing. So it's been it's been amazing, actually. Well, congratulations on the success so far. Now, I am very happy because I was at the draft party and me and you talked that night. And I expressed my interest, you know, to basically, if you needed anybody else, to feel free to reach out to me. And I'm glad you did. So, folks... As I've noted before and announced on all my social media, I'm going to be a contributor to the Vikings Territory uh, website. Looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to working with Joe. And obviously, Sports Done Right will be featured on the radio page as well. So, man, we are just thrilled to be partners with you, Joe. Uh, Why don't you maybe share, you know, some of the thoughts on what you're thinking of for the sports governor coming on board? Um, I'm uh, super into it, man. I think I laid it on a little thick at the party. I thought I creeped you out a little bit, um, but that's my, <laughs> that's my style. Uh, <laughs> nice. work, working for me so far. Um, and also you did end up with some like really cool and semi expensive memorabilia, which I think helped my cause just a little bit, but yeah, man, I <laughs> yes, mean, I'm super excited. I uh, usually when new people join, uh, the network, they start on purple PTSD because that's more of the best way, I don't want to say it's the JV that it might be territories varsity. That's not fair to the contributors there. Um, I think that's how it's viewed a little bit, um, mm-hmm. but it's a little more fan based, and it's a little it's a good place for people to cut their teeth who have an interest in writing but haven't done it before. Bingo, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. And Viking territories for more established guys who have a reputation who I know aren't going to do two articles and disappear, which is what happens right. a lot, and I understand why it does. So um, we're super excited to have you. Uh, come on board, and now all that needs to happen is for the Vikings to come through and win a Super Bowl, <laughs> and we all know that uh, that's probably never going to happen. So. Well, let's get to it, my man. All right, so Vikings, you know, we're about three weeks out now from training camp. So, Joe, now me and Joe kind of, we talked about a couple questions in our in our texting back and forth earlier today, but the one thing I wanted to bring up with Joe is our coach, Coach Zim, um, is this a do or die year for Zim? And the reason Ooh. I ask that is because I started last year starting to hear the percolations about maybe, yeah. you know, hey, it might be time to get rid of the coach. I mean, what, uh, six year? Somewhere around there, six, yeah. seven year? Yeah, I mean, what are your thoughts here? Let's say we get a nine and seven season, um, a quick bounce yeah. from a playoff or something <laughs> like that. I. Okay, so I know this isn't a popular opinion. I, I, I have maybe three articles that I'll have nightmares about from the response, and one of them was around week five of last year, um, Charlie Walters of the Pioneer Press had written something about Zimmer being on the hot seat. 
because in context at that time, the uh, the offense did look great, Cousins looked great, but the defense looked uninterested or confused. Or it, it, the impression I got was that the interest or the defense wasn't really buying what Denver was selling anymore. That's I don't think I'm alone in that interpretation. Right. And so at that at that time, my take was if this is how the season's going to end, then they have to get rid of Zimmer. Uh, it just it just why would you keep him when you've spent so much to get to this point? I mean, I don't exactly. think the Vikings have ever been more all in than they will be this season. Um, in, in regards to finances, in regards to the moves they've made, in regards to how stacked they are at every position on the roster, I think they're. I, I honestly think this is the most stacked on paper team the Vikings have ever had, and I'm including 2009 and 98 and the old school teams that I wasn't alive for. Um, so that having been said, I mean, it does depend on a lot, but I do think if the defense especially doesn't come through, okay. that they have to make a move. I, 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 I shudder to imagine Zimmer's legacy being a great defensive mind but not a good head coach, and I'm getting that impression. I don't think... I mean, he does give a lot of the, the power to whoever's running the offense. He doesn't even have his, his microphone on during when the Vikings have the ball, which seems strange because you think he'd call out like what the other guys yeah, are wow. doing. I never knew but his that. Mic, I, this is a, I bring this up all the time because no one ever talks about it, but his mic is always up in mute mode when the Vikings have the ball all the time. Then he puts it back down. Um, oh, that God. didn't work with Norb Turner. That didn't work with – I mean, it worked with Shermer, but it didn't work with DeFilippo. And I can see, not to defend Di Filippo, but why he almost sarcastically started running goal line running plays for, on third and ten. Like, I can't run the ball because you guys haven't invested in an offensive line. That's not my fault. This is a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, North Turner saying, I can't do anything with this offense because the personnel isn't what my 80-year-old brain is used to. Um, so I don't think a lot of those excuses are going to exist beyond this season. I think that this is their best chance. I think they're going to have to make some hard yeah. decisions at the cornerback position. And I think if they can't win with this defense, how are they going to win next year with a weekend version of it? If Trey Wayne's gone, Ken Alexander's gone, Couldn't people want more. Xavier Rose gone. So um, I, I, I hope the offensive line coalesces that it gels that these young guys can do something. But I also feel like Zimmer over invested in the defense, even if every pick they made has turned out well, which it almost has every high pick. But you True. can't go True. from from Khalil to um, Brian O'Neill really without taking a pick for the fourth round for the offense line in a league like this and expecting to work. And you can't give the biggest contract in NFL history at the time uh, to a guy who, uh, if I know he's been under pressure, they know it. I'm not like some super football analytical genius, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and th- th- I feel like they set him up to fail. I feel like they, they, they were a lot of hubris taken by cues when they thought, oh, well, we can pick up an interior lineman before the second round, and then four great guys who all were either like on the all-rookie team or got all sorts of accolades were taken between Hughes and O'Neal. So they taken a guy who was a project who did turn out, but he didn't, that's not what they needed. They had, they had Reese and the Remmers. Remmers never really played guard. Moving him there was a nightmare. Like, it just it didn't make any sense. I feel like I should have known that after the Eagles game or after, really, the, when the playoffs started, they had been mixed off the line around because of injuries. So I'm just as optimistic as I may sound or whatever sometimes. I still really feel like if this doesn't work, that this is what we'll point to. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I could, um, I think that's very well said, and it it does kind of suck, you know. I like Zimmer a lot; seems like a good guy, but I yeah, it's it's getting to that time, man, and I just don't know. I just don't know what's gonna happen. So that brings us to the quarterback, Mister Kirk Cousins. Um, you know, nice guy. I I've always liked him. I think he's a good quarterback. You know, I, yeah. I I liked him a lot at Michigan State, mainly because of the me too. You know, the, the, the smackdowns he would put on Notre Dame's. I, I hate Notre Dame football, <laughs> but in the pros, I just and and you know, I just always felt that a lot of his stats, which are obviously you know blown up and whatnot, a lot of that just kind of came in time, garbage time or inconsequential time. Where you know they're yeah. you know the skins were playing catch up football and you know they're throwing more and trying to get down the field so of course he's going to have these but when it matters in these games where it matters I mean he's MIA and obviously to get to the Super Bowl you can't have that so 
as we're going into year two, Joe, what are you seeing from the quarterback and, and what do you feel um, is going to need to happen for Kirk Cousins to, you know, let's just say give us a deep playoff run? Yeah, um, that's a super important question. And there's a lot of uh, complex. I, I will, uh, full disclosure, say that I was probably one of the most vocal people in the in local independent Vikings coverage game um, in regards to bringing Cousins here. The biggest, uh, if you want to call it a blowout or a disagreement I've ever had on the podcast was during a, a Luke Brown, who's on the Lockdown Vikings Network now, said what oh, you okay. just said, which was that Cousins is a garbage time guy. And I, I didn't understand. I, I refused to um, accept that answer. And But I also know that I'm you know, you're wrong more than you're right if you're trying to make predictions in this game. And I'm more than uh, uh, human enough to admit when I was wrong. I, I see aspects of that. I definitely don't think that you could look at last season and say, hey, that was one of the best seasons in Vikings history at the quarterback position, despite the fact that the stats show that. Um, you know, it doesn't seem like a 30-10 and 10 season. I mean, especially at the end of the year when there's all those, you know, three and out starting those really important games. Now, having said that, I, I, I did kind of preface this by saying, I do think they set him up to fail. Um, I do love Cousins, but I don't think he is that guy. I don't think he's a Drew Brees. I don't think he's a Tom Brady. I don't think he can carry an offense that way. Right. However, I think he could be an elite system quarterback, um, like a Brad Johnson, but better maybe. Um, nothing too flashy, and it doesn't need to be. The Vikings are very talented. Um, so I, that having been said, I, I have high expectations, maybe because I have a lot of personal credibility on the line. But uh, <laughs> right, in, the, yep. in the same in similar, <laughs> the same vein, I don't think there's going to be any, any excuses if it doesn't work this year. Um, and that frightens me a little bit. But I, I do look at things that, and I'm not saying you're doing this, but uh, a lot of people I talk to seem to not remember how great the season started between him and Thielen, especially. Yeah. He was dropping dimes and taking hits, yeah. and that. I mean that catches up to anybody. Um, I think he did revert that, to that is his a totally mean. fair point, by the way. Yeah, I mean, and, and eventually it caught up to him. Um, that'll that'll happen. I don't think. The, I mean, the line was atrocious. They had no run support. Um, so I don't think it's fair to compare that. I don't like the comparison to Keenum because before the playoffs started, Keenum had. Joe Berger, he had Nick Easton, he didn't have Compton and Remmers, which are the one, like the anti big feeling, like worst one two punch in the freaking league. Um, and that's their choice. They didn't need to move Remmers there if they didn't draft like people that think they need 22 defensemen or defensive players on the, on the field at all times. So, yeah, I, I, I have a, I still have faith, I think, in the right system that he can excel. I do love. Kubiak coming in, I think that if they do win a Super Bowl or make a deep playoff run, what we'll look at is the difference is Kubiak, because if you look at his like history of turning around or terrible defenses and run games in one offseason with the same personnel like he did with the Ravens in 2015, he's a miracle worker. I don't even know why he was available outside of John Elway um, being John Elway. So <laughs> I have faith, I think, He's going to do it. I mean, like you said, he's a nice guy. He prepares the way you would want him to almost too much. Um, But it's put up or shut up time. You know, that's what the money was for. That's why he came here. That's why he didn't go to the Jets. He wants to prove it. He came out and said he doesn't feel comfortable being a 500 guy. That's not how he pitches himself. Uh, So I'm not going to be this guy who makes excuses for him during the bye week if if the team looks anywhere near how they looked at the end of the season, which was some of the worst football I've ever seen, to be honest. Uh, Well said, my man, well said. Well, (laughs) before I get you out of here, Joe, and again, folks, Joe Johnson, VikingsTerritory.com, Purple PTSD. Um, We are three weeks out from training camp. Yeah. Let's just talk very quickly about the rest of this division. You know, new coaches in Green Bay, Chicago yeah. adding some some pieces, you know, Detroit, love them or hate them. And, you know, I'm a big jokester in Detroit, but for some reason it seems every once in a while, or actually a lot, they play the Vikings fairly tough whenever we do get together yeah. with them. Um, under what Zimmer you, especially. Exactly. What are you seeing from the rest of the division here? 
So I am not a big believer in Green Bay. I, I've already heard rumblings of Rodgers not getting along with the coaching staff. Um, they added some pieces on defense, but they're going to be young and untested. I, I just don't – I understand Rodgers is Rodgers, but at the same time, and, and like Devontae Adams is good, but that can only get you so far, and especially if there's going to be dysfunction there um, with LeFleur, which it seems to be the case uh, in – Nothing would please me more than that happening because obviously I think Rodgers is a dick. Um, I did like Detroit's draft. I obviously like the um, Hawkinson pick. I was, uh, I'm a big Big Ten guy. Uh, he looks a lot like uh, the new Gronk, even though you know it's gonna, it might take him a while to acclimate to the league. They got a good quarterback. They, like you said, they play the Vikings good. I don't think. Um, I, I think they made improvements, but obviously the Bears are the key. Right. Um, yeah, totally. Yeah. They. They. <laughs> you, you know they scare that, me a little bit you and that is very that's why i wanted to get that question in joe because i've been talking just kind of with a lot of my friends you know that are you know football um you know very, very knowledgeable about the sport and stuff and that is the team that just keeps coming up and scaring us vikings fans man people um a lot of let's just say a lot of expectations for the monsters of the midway this year yeah, which is weird, um, but yeah, they're good at, too at a lot of positions. Um, it, it, it might come down to a whatever field goal kicker they take. I mean, imagine if they would have kept uh, Robbie Gold and, and not double jointed. I mean, they they are very good. They do have a, a really hard schedule. We we do too. Um, I, I think what's funny too is I I've had Chad Greenway on my podcast morning with like, which is called Morning Joe's. I do it actually. I'm doing it tomorrow morning at nine thirty live with Joel Berly, who a lot of people know from the industry. Uh, we had uh, Greenway on as I'm, I work with him to promote his new vodka, and he told. I asked him about the Bears because it was after the Bears game, and I thought I'd get like a football answer from him. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's re- he's retired, so he like gives zero f at this point. He literally right. told me <laughs> yes. that the the players talk on the way to Chicago about how they're going to uh, f it up because it's Soldier Field, and I thought that was very insightful and terrifying at the same time, mm-hmm. like knowing that. Um, he said these guys read a lot more of our stuff than I think we would ever imagine, too. Um, he had an ongoing beef with one of my writers I was unaware of, which I thought was actually kind of endearing. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> the Bears are going to be a problem. I, I I think splitting it with them would be great. I don't expect the Vikings to win in Soldier Field. And then uh, we could very well end up uh, meeting them in the playoffs if all things go accordingly. Um, but I, I think... We, we can beat them if, if we're not absolutely terrible uh, on offense like we were uh, uh, the last week of the season. So we're fairly well matched. It's a Khalil Mack uh, is such a monster that he takes over games, and that whole thing scares me. But for not having a first-round pick, I thought they did well in the draft, too, in, in supplementing and, and especially improving the running back position, which uh, I'm not happy about either. But uh, hopefully it comes down to a kicker again, and, and they seem to be throwing – many kickers have to wall to see which one sticks, so maybe that'll backfire once again. Exactly. Well, I, hey, we hope so, man. We can only hope so. Nobody wants to go down to the Bears again, and we need the Vikings to reclaim this division for us. Yeah, All right, sir. Joe, thank you so much, man, for joining us. Um, yeah. I cannot wait Thanks to get for joining started. Me. Uh, Purple PTSD, Vikings Territory. Uh, I've always kind of detest, wanted to kind of test my hand at writing, so I'm really looking forward to working with you and – Joe's going to be my writing mentor. He's going to be the guy. That's right. And that get... should terrify everybody that knows. Yeah. Um, <laughs> He's the one that's going to help. Exactly. He's going to get the sports governor to the pre- the printing press. Joe, before that's I get right. you out and of here, man, tell people sure. where they can find find you on social media. And obviously, yeah. vikingsterritory.com, purpleptsd.com. I actually um, started my own Twitter account for my own articles and stuff. I always just posted them on, on the Purple PTSD or Viking Territory accounts, which you can find on Twitter and Facebook. My account's at DTPTSD. I thought my month old, if you want to follow some of my clearly emotional and incoherent ramblings, it would, I would appreciate it because I apparently need a new <laughs> cell phone. So that'll help go towards the cell phone fund. So follow me at uh, Twitter at BCPTSD or follow PTSD by the territory, Purple Territory Radio on Facebook and Twitter. All right, my friend. I will be in touch with you. I can't wait to get started and really looking forward to getting involved and just, you know, jumping on board for this season because one way or the other, Joe, this is going to be kind of a season at the crossroads. So 
regardless if we win big or lose big, um, excuse the language, but shit's going to be going down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm, uh, I'm pumped for it. I'm pumped that you're going to be there to help document it. And hopefully all things, uh, end up going well. All right, my friend. All right. Hey, you go have a great night and we will talk soon. All right, man. Take it easy. All right. Thank you for joining us. No problem, man. All right. Joe Johnson, ladies and gentlemen. Joining us, purpleptsd.com, vikingsterritory.com. This is the main site. And very proud that Sports Done Right is going to be a featured show on the uh, podcast page that they have there as well. So again, vikingsterritory.com. Want to thank Clutch Conversations. Big Kevin is in the house. Um, make sure you're following him on Spreaker.com. Congratulations, Governor Wright, expanding the platform. Kev, watching folks like you and Ben, who is also in the chat room here, Big Ben Suttoth, the BS3 Sports and Music Show, you guys do a phenomenal job, man. You guys are paving the way and leading the way and also keeping you know what it means to do a, a good show, not just kind of come on here and, and F around, but to really just kind of, you know, um, be able to put together a show and then keep it going and things like that. So thank you, my brother. I appreciate that. Let's do this here. Um, we're going to get into our last break. We're going to come back. We're just going to get into a couple quick topics real quick. And uh, in the show, I want to get done a little bit early. Got some stuff I need to take care of. Um, other than that, we will be right back. And this one is going out for my main man, the Jam Master, Jam Master J, not Jam Master Justin Ekstrom, Jam Master, actual an old friend of mine, John, Johnny J, over in the north side of Minneapolis. And by the way, they performed it on the BET Awards. My main man, thanks for listening, man. Glad you finally jumped on board, Jam Master, over on the north side of Minneapolis. This one's for you. Folks, we'll be right back after this break sports done right here live tuesday night from the situation room at the gov's mansion that's right vince Wright, your minnesota sports governor we'll be right back Even when the skies were great, you would rub me on my back and say, maybe it'll be okay. Now that's real to a brother like me, baby. Never ever give my cootie away and keep it tight, alright? And I'ma walk these doors so we can live in a fat ass crib with thousands of kids. Well, like, you don't need a ring to be my wife. Just be there for me and I'ma make sure we be living in the effing lap of luxury. I'm realizing that you didn't have to fuck with me, but you did. Now I'm going all out, kid, and I got mad love to give. Shop around, you got the good stuff at home. Even 
Even if I'm locked up north, you in the world rocking three fourths of cloth, never showing your stuff or poo. It be true, me for you. That's how it is. I be your Noah. You be my words. I'm your mister. You my missus with hugs and kisses. Valentine cards and birthday wishes. He's Minnesota's number one sports color commentator. The people got it right, and now it's time for you to get your sports done right. With the governor of sports talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Now, let's get back to the show. What's going on, everybody? Vince Wright, the sports governor. Great, great interview with Joe Johnson there. Sorry for the... Uh, technical issues sounds like Joe's phone dropped there but hey we appreciate it and I'm just happy we were able to get him back man because the one thing I I noticed when I met him at the draft party for Vikings territory uh, just a phenomenal Vikings fan and and knows what he's talking about you may not agree you may disagree that's what being a fan and having opinions is all about but this dude has really put together kind of a mini Vikings empire. And when he was telling me that story, 
um, at the beginning of the interview when he was talking to me at the party and telling me how he acquired the sites and what he was looking to do. Um, I made it known that if he ever wanted, um, <laughs> you know, needed another contributor, I, I would be more than happy to, to toss the Govs hat into the ring. So again, very excited to be working with VikingsTerritory.com, PurplePTSD.com. And we're going to have more of the, uh, the gang on my show as we're kind of going throughout the season, obviously. So Joe is the chairman of the board, so to speak. Big old Frank Sinatra sitting up top there. And we got everybody else, and you're going to be hearing from a lot of different Vikings people, uh, Vikings writers, fans, whatnot, from Vikings territory and Purple PTSD. Um, outside of that, man, um, some sad news to report. Tyler Skaggs, as I'm sure most of you have heard now, the Angels pitcher passed away yesterday. Um, I don't think we really know what happened. He was found... Um, unresponsive found passed away in his bed um rangers and the angels are playing tonight i'm just googling here obviously they uh, had a moment of silence at the beginning of the game and you know i mean what can you say i mean um i'm just kind of google real quick i'm not seeing anything in terms of what caused this, but, uh, angels owner, Artie Moreno from a USA today story said, it's like a punch in the heart. These kids are like family to us. Um, Yuri Epstein, he tweeted out Rangers angels game, just under three hours out angels clubhouse won't open before the game. Um, obviously we know why and just horrible. And obviously a little bit of a Viking side note. He was a huge Vikings fan because he was a huge Randy Moss fan. And he grew up in the time where there were no football teams in Los Angeles. You know, you got the Chargers and Rams back there recently, but he grew up in that era where the, the Raiders weren't there and he was a huge Moss head. So he became a huge Vikings fan. And I think the Minnesota Vikings are going to be doing something for him, a foundation, family, something um, to show their appreciation of him being a Vikings fan. But again, folks, you, you know, we're caught up into the life we live. We're all griping and bitching over uh, politics and this and that. And, you know, red hates blue, conservative hates liberal, liberal hates conservative, blah, 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 blah. I'm telling you folks, man, life is too damn short. I, you know, yeah, we got things that are important to us that we fight for. I get all that in our politics and this and that, man. But in the big picture, life is too short. We never know how long we have. So enjoy it. Live it to its fullest and in, and just enjoy, man. Just enjoy our deepest condolences to the Skaggs family. Um, you know, this young man, I think, what was he? 27 years old, 27 years old. Um, and again, found dead, obviously, I'm sure we'll get all the medical stuff that that we'll need here in, in the coming days and weeks. But, you know, to to have to be on a baseball field tonight, boy, that, that's a tough one. So, um, you know, hey, let's all be an Angels fan tonight. Root for the Angels to get the win for their man. And again, just keep it in mind, folks, life is too short. Don't get caught up in the BS. Don't get caught up in the small stuff. Live your best life, my peeps. Live your best life. So with that, I am going to end the show. You guys have a great evening, great week. Happy 4th of July. Get out, do some grilling. Smoke them ribs. That's right, the Gov's Rib Fest is going to be coming up. And uh, the folks who, who know the Gov knows that I make my world-famous baby back ribs. Six hours, usually over the cherry wood, and um, you will definitely um, love them. So um, get out, enjoy your family, live life this Thursday, and if hopefully you got Friday off, make it a nice four-day weekend. Um, we may have a scheduling conflict next Tuesday, so I may not be on the air next Tuesday. We're still trying to figure that out. But outside of that, man, we will be back. We might even just reschedule the show later next week. Make sure you're checking out VikingsTerritory.com, PurplePTSD, XSquadAffiliates.com as well. Don't forget. This is a. Oh. Whoa. This is. And apparently. What is going on?
This is a podcast. There, oh, there we go. It wasn't plugged in. Man, get the cords going. <laughs> this Jeez. is a podcast. All right. So anyway, folks, um, we are out of here. Have a great week. Enjoy your family. Enjoy your friends. Be safe out there. Yeah, we we hear it all every every time now. Somebody's gonna be blowing up hands and fingers and whatnot with fireworks. Be safe on the boats. Put them life vests on. Do your thing. And with that being said, on this holiday week, the sports governor of Minnesota, the great state of Minnesota, and go Twins. By the way, we'll get into more Twins talk here. We got some good Twins guests coming up for you, but. Have a great holiday week, holiday weekend, and we will touch base with you very, very soon. I am Vince Wright, the sports governor. This has been Sports Done Right. And follow me on Twitter at the Big Smooth One. That's the number one after the Big Smooth. Make sure you're checking us out, Sports Done Right on Instagram and Sports Done Right on Facebook. Join the Facebook group. Get your little sports feed throughout the day and make your feelings known in our private chat group there as well. So have a great one, folks. I am gone. Thank you for listening to Sports Done Right with your host, the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Check out Sports Done Right every Tuesday night. And when it's over, stay up on all of the breaking sports news and commentary by joining the Sports Done Right Facebook group. Let your voice be heard and join the conversation right now. You finally got it right with Sports Done Right.